and enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast, Episode 2, A Force Full of Awesomeness. We are your hosts, Daniel and Paul. On this episode, we discuss the continuing galactic soap opera that started in a galaxy far, far away. Joining us on this panel from the Temple of Geek are Marcus, Stacy, and Vince. Welcome, guys. What's going on? What's going Yo. on? Hello. Hello. So, today, basically, I just want to kind of talk about Star Wars, Several things are starting to come out. Um, this week we just got the new official title, The Force Awakens. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I want to start with Stacy. Well, I I, uh, I actually don't mind this title. I was looking at the titles of the previous films, and, you know, even though the prequels kind of have gotten some uh, flack, and, you know, rightly so, you know, in many instances, I think that the... I think the title to me is fine. I think it kind of tells us what what we can kind of expect. You know, The Empire Strikes Back and The New Hope and uh, Re- Return of the Jedi. All that basically just very simply states what's going to happen. So I, I like it actually. All right, Paul. Well, over the course of the Star Wars saga, we've had some good and not so good titles. And while this title seems to keep it relevant to the universe, does anybody else think that this could have went with a little more elaboration, Vince? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Stacy on this one. Uh, I I I just think they're gonna keep it simple and as close to the original trilogy as possible, uh, as far as like the title goes, with no double meanings. Um, I like how you believe the Phantom Menace uh, could have gone like two ways as far as uh, like Palpatine being you know the Sith Lord or like the rise of Darth Vader pretty much uh, no I think it's just going to be like kind of just a, a resurgence of the Force in general since it's you know been 30 years since we've actually seen it you know what I mean yeah but see, to me, that's that's what I, I look at is, like, the Force Awakens for whom? Is it for the dark side, or, you know, the Sith, or is it for the Jedi rekindled in, in, in Force, if you will? Um, I, 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 I just see it as a double meaning. Like, who, who, who are they talking about in specific? Because I know the Empire is supposed to be shut down, and Luke is now the last of the, or, or the last of the known uh, Jedi Order. So yeah, I, I I look at it as a double meaning, but I, either way, I'm just glad we got a title. I agree. Yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, me too. Any any bit of information, I'm. So. Slade. So uh. The title itself, uh, I don't know, I, it seems kind of weird. I, I don't know where I'm going to go with this. We had the original titles, kind of like what Stacy was talking about, were simple, it's kind of explained the uh, the original movies. And then we had the prequels that came out that kind of had these, what Paul describes as a double-meaning title, like uh, 
Phantom Menace, you know, was it the Emperor, was it was it Anakin, you know, who were they talking about? And then you had Attack of the Clones, which I thought was a silly title. Um, Revenge of the Sith, which they were trying to recycle a title that they were originally supposed to use for Return of the Jedi, um, with, yep. with, with it being called Revenge of the Jedi. So, you know, we had some pretty strong titles in the beginning, and, you know, this could be just my, what do you call it, my... Uh, my preference of the original trilogy over the prequel trilogy, but this new title, it just it just seemed kind of weak to me when I first heard it. I'm like, what's the Force Awakens? I mean, it just didn't have that Star Wars title that I was expecting to come out of this movie. <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's almost kind of like the Bond films. Like I I think a lot of critics, like critics, both movie critics and fans, were getting tired of seeing the gold in the title, so you had, like, Goldfinger and Goldeneye, the man with the golden gun, you know, so, like, it's, it, I, I think I see where you're going, Daniel, like, when you see, like, The Force awake, well, everybody knows about The Force, but, like, yeah, there's no Star Wars pizzazz, if you will, in it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just kind of bland, it's bland, yeah, it's like The Force Awakens, okay, well, that's great, but what what's the actual title? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it yeah, I mean, it just, I guess so. I don't. I, I guess so, and I, I totally see that. And I think I felt that way when I first heard the title. But the more I thought about it, the more I was thinking, okay, well, maybe he's going to let the movie speak for it and give it substance. Because, I mean, anybody who's seen the prequels knows that, or, or at least can probably objectively, safely, objectively say they did not have very much substance. Uh, they relied on story and character development and anything that made the the original trilogy what it was and as classic as it is. So maybe, you know, the simplicity of the title kind of will lend, let the movie speak for itself, you know. At least that's kind of how I'm hoping. And and everything that I've read from the camp and everything that, that I'm reading uh, from, you know, the online, anything that leaks, all the news that I'm hearing, it just seems like they're, they're uh, going back to the original plan of, Character, actual character arcs, actual, uh, you know, story and character development, and and even puppets. You know, they're going back to the original special effects yeah, to old a degree. School. Old, old school, school. Yeah. So real props, real set. Yep. Practical so. effects. Marcus. Good talk, Marcus. How do you feel? Good talk. How do you feel about How do you feel about the title, Marcus? Sorry, I don't know how you can really, you know, sort of infer a lot out of a title. I mean, all we got are three words, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I guess we can we can make as many assumptions as we can out of it in the short time. Well, it seems short. Uh, the amount of time until we get a, uh, a possible trailer on the twenty fifth of December. So, but I mean, as far as you know, The Force Awakens, I mean, it sounds pretty cool, um, it, maybe they're, they're sort of going with a, uh, it's been a while since we've come up with a Star Wars movie, and so The Force is awakened. <laughs> so, that's See, my this is the, on it. This is the thing that I think is the coolest. This is the, or at least the best thing that's coming out of this camp since Disney buying, uh, you know, LucasArts, is... They retconned all of the expanded universe, which kind of disappointed me to a degree. But 
that also means that they've even contemplated retconning the prequels. Like, this is something that I almost guarantee you won't hear. You will never hear the term metachlorians again, ever. You'll never hear that term again. I just... And besides that, you know, just little details about how they demystified what the Force was and everything else. I'm I'm just calling that you're gonna they're gonna go back to what it was to make the Force more mystical to, uh, you know, just uh, bring back some of, I guess, the charm of what made the originals, uh, you know, classics. So. Yeah, I can see that as sort of like. This is bringing up something completely different, but kind of like Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched the Dragon Ball anime, but like they had Dragon Ball and then they came out with Dragon Ball Z and then like that story lined up right. Yeah, and then Dragon yeah. Ball GT came out, but it wasn't it wasn't written by Akira Toriyama, so they would sort of like denounced as far as anything Dragon Ball Z. So um, I I see that sort of the same way with episodes one through three. <laughs> no, I I see the relationship. So. Star Wars GT. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I can't. I don't. I can't even. <laughs> um, okay, so um, the cast. Um, everybody knows J.J. Abrams is at the helm of continuing this wonderful masterpiece, but not too many people know about the cast. So, yes, the original three, Hamill, Ford, and Fisher, of the original three trilogy, uh, are back, but we do have some newbies, uh, such as Lupita Nyong'o, Andy Serkis, Max von Sydow, and Adam Driver, to name a few, that are leading the film, but does anybody have any idea who they're playing specifically? I have no idea. I'm just kind of glad Andy Serkis is in it because he's he's just a phenomenal character actor, like in a, anything he's been in. I'm gonna go. Yeah, but is he? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Now, is he doing like? I mean, because Andy Serkis is known for motion capture. Yeah. So, is he doing something that's motion capture related, or is it, does he actually have an actual role in the film, like un 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 CGI related? I don't think I don't that's well, like, like, or both. If, if he does have a role, yeah, like he could be playing like an alien character, you know. And that would go. That would suit him well, I think, just because of his motion capture ability. You know, I think that that would, if he was somebody that was partially CGI'd, you know. But he's a good. He's a good actor in his own right. You know, I mean, I think that's uh, what you guys were just saying, but. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could probably be doing both because when he did King Kong, he was like the ship captain or something. Yeah, and I like his character. Yeah, and then he also played the ape. You know, so that, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if he's if he's doing a a dual role. Maybe he's the reason why the Force Awakens. I don't know. <laughs> he's playing George Lucas in the background. Exactly. Yeah. The Force Awakens with Andy Serkis. Right. Well, they they've said they they're not going back to the solo kids, the solo children, because in the expanded universe you've got Jason and Jaina solo, and some of those stories with them were really good, and some of them weren't. I'm embarrassed to say how many of the Star Wars novels I've actually read. Um, not embarrassed enough to actually put it on this podcast, apparently, but the, just the fact that um, you know the that her uh, 
Princess Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher's actual daughter is playing in the movie. You know, that may lend to uh, potentially being her playing maybe either a young Leia or playing, uh, you know, in a flashback scene or something possible. Okay, right there. Or maybe right there. That bothers me. Why yeah, well, I'm hoping they don't. Flashbacks in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I hope that they don't. I hope that they don't. That was just some of the buzz that I'd read, and I was like, well, why don't they just make her a child? Everything that J.J.'s done, when J.J. When rebooted uh, Star Trek, uh, and, and he te- technically he kind, of, he kind of won with that, I mean, because he created a world where this could be a parallel universe. So it pleased, to some degree, old Star Trek it, fans. And yeah, it pleased both audiences, it, yes. Because, yeah, because it didn't ruin their old world. It created a new one for the new fans. And Abrams is an actual Star Wars fan. This is a world that he understands. This is a world that he knows very well. He's brought on all the people, including writers from the original trilogy, that knew this world. Uh, so, you know, I don't think he'll go back and do a, a, a flashback scene. I think he's. I think what they're doing, and this is my opinion, I think what they did with the expanded universe is they, they kind of, well, they 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 made it to where it wasn't necessarily canon. Because they wanted to pick and choose from the good ideas. Uh, like, for instance, that uh, Star Wars 1313, the game that was canceled. The game. Mm-hmm. Awesome game. There's a game that was canceled, and it was supposed to be about a bounty hunter. And technically, I think everybody thought it was going to be about <clears throat> Well, they canceled that game, and I'm, I'm calling it that they're going to take that game and they're going to use some of the elements of that and put it into the movie. Uh, that they're going to do for Boba Fett, and so I think that that's what they did. Is they they may take some of these really good ideas, and and so maybe Carrie Fisher's daughter is actually going to play her daughter. That or, I mean, I'm just hoping I don't see the Darth Vader flashback and the the Princess Leia flashback and the all the little things that I've been hearing about that. I'm just that's driving me nuts because I'm like that's that's not Star Wars to me. I mean, Star Wars. Well, okay. that. <clears throat> Well, I, I'm just saying, I know, Daniel, we've had this conversation many times. So when they announced that they were making another Star Wars film and then it eventually became Star Wars Episode Seven, I had a problem with that. I'm like, why are they going back and forth with this whole saga? Why don't they just leave 4, 5, and 6 as a standalone trilogy and then continue 4, 5, 6 with a new one, and then 7, 8, 9. That way you can progress with those actors and that story and everything like that. So, yeah, when I'm hearing all these, like, flash... I mean, you guys saying that. When I'm hearing all these flashbacks and stuff like that, I'm like, why Why would you even do that? Why would anybody even care when you have the original trilogy sitting right there on a box set, somebody's box set? I think they just want to bridge it. You know, they want to bridge that trilogy with the new trilogy, and that's why they put... You know, you know that they were going to put baby Han Solo in the original, in the prequels. They, it was, it was in the script and thank God they didn't do that, but they were going to have baby Han Solo on Kashyyyk with the damn, uh, Wookiees and he was going to be raised by Chewbacca. And I'm like, man, that is too neat of a bow to put around something that's so complex, you know? And so I think this with the, with the original cast kind of passing the baton to a new group of actors is the safest way, I guess. I mean, Star Wars is its own brand, so, I mean, it's going to be fine. It would be successful regardless, I well, think. 
Right. Well, speaking with J.J. Abrams, uh, I think he did say in an unconfirmed or in a confirmed report that this movie, this Star Wars movie, will be just as good, if not better, than The Empire Strikes Back. Did you guys read that? I think that was Anthony, Anthony Daniels. That was, uh, that Anthony, was Daniels. Anthony Daniels. Or Anthony Daniels. Okay. Blasphemy. Yeah. He, he did say that, though. Blasphemy. But is it because... <laughs> Is it because we're going to get lightsaber flare? Uh, <laughs> uh, It'll be a little shaky cam. I mean, come on. Shaky cam as well. Nah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, that's just his signature in film. I, I've never actually had a problem with it. Um, but as far as... Uh, I, I think I did read right that Adam Driver was actually supposed to be playing a Sith. Did anybody read that? Yeah, I mean, those are all rumors. I mean, we, they haven't really made any announcements to what any of these characters are going to be playing. So everything we're reading right now is just all rumors. So one thing that I think, yeah, I could see it too. And and one thing I think if you if you watch the I don't know how many of you guys are watching Star Wars Rebels, but one of the things that right, they're introducing was, it's really it's actually really pretty good. And it is a good show. The, yeah, it is. And the the Inquisitor that they introduce on the show yeah. is supposed it's supposed to present this new element of not necessarily rule of two, which is what they, they introduced Well, in the expanding universe. They brought that over into the trilogies kind of, kind of shoehorned it in, but the rule yeah, of the two, master that is, and apprentice kind of thing. Master and apprentice. Yeah. Um, and what these inquisitors are, are like force sensitives. They aren't actually Siths per se, but they're just uh spoiler alert. Maybe. I don't know. They're they're uh, they're actually force sensitives that are like work as assassins for Darth Vader, and so I think that's what you're going to see with whoever these these Sith are in quotes. They're going to be Darth Vader uh, assassins, or maybe they're now now that it's Episode Seven, Darth Vader's gone. But um, you know that are still. I mean, there's force sensitives, and there's going to be good and evil. So. Um, I think that may just be a carryover from this rebels thing, with it. You have these negatively trained or these, uh, these evilly, evilly, evilly a word? Trained. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it is now. Evil e ish esque trained uh, force sensitives, and I think that's just going to carry over. So I mean, I like you said, we're just speculating right now, trying to figure out and explain. But that's the fun part, I think. So it is. Um, yeah. Hey, did they squash the whole rumor about the uh, the Sith witches thing? Oh God, I hope so. Did I don't know. Yeah. Well, the witches were in the Clone Wars. Exactly. So that means that they are a part of the new it canon. Is, it is canon. Hmm. Yeah, but they better have the squashed it for this. I don't. I don't. I think that's too much for this movie. I don't think that they'll have any of that in this. But who? What about Max von Sydow? I mean, since we're still on the cast, he's like a the best villain. Uh, I mean, there's just no way he's not like the main bad guy to me. He's uh, the guy Grand, Moff, Grand Moff Tarkin's grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so old; he may have been dead. I mean, there's just no. This is supposed to be like what, 160 years? I mean, Princess Leia's well, gonna be like saggy oldie. 40, 40 years after the New Hope, I think. 
something Golly. like that. Well, well, then he's just his son. So yeah, just his son. <laughs> his eighty-year-old son. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I, I think he should. He should be a. Uh, he is like a world-class villain. I mean, if you've seen him in like Minority Report, and uh, I think he was also on. Minority Report, he, Shutter Island. Yeah. He's Ming the Merciless in Flash Gordon. I mean, that's he's the original. Yeah, back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's funny. I just you watched bet. that last night. Flash Gordon? Did you? Oh, it's yeah. classic. It was on TV. It was awesome. You know, something I never you know understood. I'm going to segue here Go for ahead. a second. In Flash Gordon... Do it. The chick in Flash Gordon confused the trap out of me because she fell in love Her with Flash Gordon, on. and she was just like a news reporter that just met the guy before they got captured. I mean, what the heck? Hey, he threw a football, wore tight shirts and khakis. The dude, was he was a Mac. He was a pimp. It was a beast. Oh my God, Marcus, yeah. have you ever seen that movie? I know, I've never seen it. And it's actually, you know, it's actually appropriate that we're talking about that because you know George Lucas used that as a basis for the Star Wars films. Yeah, because it was an old serial from like the twenties or thirties or whatever. I mean, it's an old, old comic. Correct. Yeah. Um. It actually most of it was based off of a, a, a John Samurai. Carter. Well, y'all, y'all remember the uh, our hidden fortress? I'm sorry. The Dark um, Tower? No, uh, Carter, uh, shit, is it John Car- Carter? Warlords of Mars. Oh, yeah, John oh, yeah. Carter of Mars. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of the Star Wars lore is actually based off of that as well. Like, even the uh, the Slave Leia outfit comes comes from those comics. What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's more golden bikinis? What? Yeah. Well, if, if we can just get Carrie Fisher in one in this movie, then I think the movies have been made. So. I will kill you. <laughs> I didn't uh, want to go to the movie theater to rip out my eyeballs. <laughs> <clears throat> well, speaking of movie theater, and Marcus did mention this, um, filming just wrapped up earlier last week, and there has been an unconfirmed rumor that we Star Wars fans will be receiving a holiday gift right on Christmas Day in the form of a teaser. So again, this is all rumor and it's yet to be confirmed, but based on the filming wrapping up and the official title, you know, being the Force Un- or the Force Unleashed, <laughs> the Force Awakens, um, is there any reason for this not to be fact? Search your feelings. You know this to be true. Give Fox the rights back. What what movie comes out on Christmas that this could go with? Like that Lord of the Rings, Christmas right? Or, well, no, no, no. I mean, think about it. Or Disney. Disney. I mean, so Into yeah. The what woods. movie? Exactly. Hmm. I mean, just all the stuff is there. All you know, and and I was actually talking to uh, Vince about this briefly today. Is you know, like why you know when the move from every Star Wars movie has always come out in May. So now you have someone new at the helm, new at the helm as far as director, and new at the helm as far as distributor and uh, you know funder, which is Disney. 
So why the sudden move from May release, just to keep it in continuity with all the other films and how meticulous George Lucas is, why the sudden move from May to December? Because they well, didn't cut into well, the we, Marvel films. We exactly. know just because... May, May, May is Marvel Movie Month, and December seems to be like the new... Uh, like. Um, the, the the other the other uh, end of the magnet, well, if you will. For Titanic was Titanic came out in December, didn't it originally? It and did. and you know, one of the largest grossing or highest grossing movies in the world ever, if not the highest. I don't know if something overtook it yet. I can show you that well, because you know I went to see it seven woods. times. Hey, Paul. Into the Woods comes out on Christmas. <laughs> Thank exactly. you, Vince, there for saying is. what I just there said 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I, I'm well, not fucking listening to you, dude. I'm looking. I'm, I'm researching. I'm on a Well, mission. I mean, there it is. There's the unconfirmed rumor. So everybody that's listening to this podcast right now, here's the unconfirmed, unconfirmed source that we will get a Star Wars teaser on Christmas Day. Whistle. Unconfirmed. Whistle. What? Is is anybody is anybody still kind of perturbed about it being in December though? Uh, Originally, I think I was only because I wanted it sooner. I think it's better for the movie, and it's going to make a billion dollars because it's because it's not in May. A billion. It's going to make a billion dollars. One billion. That's like the again segue. Apologies in advance. There's there's uh, this, the the uh, six billion dollar man that's coming out now uh-huh. instead of the six yes. million dollar man. For inflation, of well, course. Inflation, but say inflation. <laughs> but anyway, no, I think it's gonna make it's gonna make a killing because it it will not have any. There will be no competition in December, but I hope we get the the trailer. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm gonna blame Paul if we don't get it. Dude, I once okay, okay, good, good. Because I'm gonna tell you this right now. In a couple weeks, when Thanksgiving rolls around, and this this particular site that I've been getting my info from starts, uh, or it starts feeding to some of the other uh, other sites that I go to, then I can pretty much confirm that, and then I will reveal the source. (laughs) Good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they do. Well, I really do. I really do too. I mean. you know, it's probably only going to be like a minute long, but whatever. I'll talk to Kathleen Kennedy and see what we can get. Yeah, if you put in a good word for me, I want to be in. I want to be in the movie. Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. What kind of trailer do you no. think it'll be? It'll be a breathing. Wait, no, he's not no, in no, the no. film. Not, Lightsabers. I, Wait, I, he's not be in the film. The Force Awakens coming to a theater near you, December. <laughs> I don't think it's going to have anything to do with that. I think it's just going to show some of the old castmates, like Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and everything. And then it's going to show some of the new people and a couple brief scenes of uh, like fights, maybe lightsaber fights or whatever. You got to you got to end it with a lightsaber fight. You have to. And then that's it. I don't even think we'll see that. It's going to be Harrison Ford getting his diaper changed and Carrie Fisher bringing him soup. <laughs> That's the dude. And then, <laughs> and then so Mark gross. Campbell stroking his beard, laughing like the Joker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, I'd pay for that. He's, he's even doing uh, cock knocker. He's just going to be doing a cock knocker impression. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> Why do they call you cock knocker? <laughs> well, funny story. 
Don't mess with the Jedi Master, bitch. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie was great. Um, it was pretty good. All right, so uh, George Lucas not at the helm of this. I know we already discussed this with J.J. Abrams being there. Do we think we're going to get a better film than the last three with George Lucas behind the wheel? You mean J.J.? No, no, no. I'm saying with J.J. behind the film... Now he's, he's saying basically is since George Lucas is out, are we going to get a better film? Yeah, I understand what he's saying, but he said it wrong. <laughs> Did I? Well, yeah. to answer the right question, I would say absolutely. Uh, we're going to get a better film. We're going to get a coherent film. And this is the main reason why. I really don't – I don't want to knock – on, on George Lucas any more than we already have. I mean, he did create this fantastic world, and, and, you know, even if he stole it from other places, I really think that because he's not behind the writing, directing... I mean, if you looked at the outtakes, I don't know how many of you guys have watched the prequels and the and the outtakes on the prequels, or like the uh, the deleted scenes, added added bonus content. Yeah, on this but in one of them... Yeah, yeah, okay, so do I. I've got like every single copy from... The, the only outtake that I've seen is the is the Hitler gets mad at the uh, the new release oh, of God. the ten time Blu Ray release. <laughs> um, hey, there's this scene. There's this there's this thing where they're they're actually filming this part where they've got like concept art and they've got everything. And he walks in. Lucas walks in and sees it all. And he's like, "Oh well, I guess I better get to writing this thing." And you're like, "What the heck are you talking about?" I'm sure Do you have right. <laughs> I don't think it was. I really don't. Because then he goes in and he meets with the actual director of uh, of uh, the uh, Phantom Menace, and he says, basically, I'll say cut. And so the director's like, okay, so you'll say cut. And George Lucas is like, yeah, but sometimes I forget. And if I forget, then you say cut. And what? It's, it was such a cluster. I swear to God, go back and look at the, the, the uh, bonus features. And that's that's an actual that's an actual scene. And there's there's a really good there's a really good uh, critique of the movie that's a, that's putting it gently by Red Letter Media. Uh, it's a Mr. Plinkett review of the Phantom Menace, and he like pieces together all of these. He like surgically dismantles the movie. And uh, anyway, I just think that the fact that you have Lawrence Kasdan and other writers on this on this movie, and you've got a a fan who's also a coherent director. I mean, he's a quality director at the helm. It's going to be a better movie. It's ironic that you said that, you know, they've got, like, a a good team of writers, but do you guys do know that originally when George Lucas was coming out with A New Hope and he was having problems writing it, you you guys know who helped him kind of piece that whole thing together? Was Brian De Palma. (laughs) Oh, Brian De Palma. So, Baby Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I personally think, um, yeah, with him not being in total control of the film, I, I think we are going to get a better film. And like Stacy said, you know, there's a fan. And I always said this when they were out looking for directors and those top directors were all declining. And I said, watch, they're going to get somebody that's going to be – one of two people, they're going to get somebody that's actually contractually obligated through Disney to say, hey, you're going to have to do this regardless if you like it or not, and whether it sucks, that's okay. Or, they're going to hire a fan 
and he's going to do it right. He or she is going to do it right. And they got JJ, and JJ is a known Star Wars nut. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I think we're going to get a good film. I like JJ Abrams, and I'm sure Star Wars is going to be the most fantastic movie. And I'm sure I'm probably going to go see it 15 times. But I don't agree with them hiring a fan for the film. Why? Because right, and we had this conversation before, like in the previous podcast. Remember? A, a, I do not. A fan, but enlighten me. A fan will basically puts everything in there that he feels needs to be in the the show, and he can over cram it. He can he can basically distort it. Um, you know, if I wanted to make the perfect Star Wars movie, it's going to be the perfect Star Wars movie, and it's my opinion of a perfect Star Wars movie, and it may not be Stacy's opinion of a perfect Star Wars movie. So, I mean, I just I don't agree with a fan creating or expanding the universe or being at the helm of what I consider one of the best soap operas on the silver screen, you know? I think it can go both ways. I agree. I mean, if, especially, and I think a good example is what J.J. did with uh, the second Star Trek movie. He crammed every fanboy reference into that movie that exactly. was possible. Yeah. And, and I don't... I, I, I'm just because I'm... We even had Tribbles. It, that's what I'm saying. He brought Tribbles for no reason other than that's fanboy service. And in this movie, I think that there's, there is a possibility of those things. But I think that honestly... Yeah, no, I can't. I can't even say that. I'll just say that I'm hopeful that he won't do that. I think that he understands this universe better. Well, I do too. And but you know, I'm I'm already getting a sense of it with the original cast being brought back. With and don't get me wrong, I'm well, I'm glad to see the original cast back. But we're also seeing too. Millennium Falcon. We're seeing X-wing fighters. You know, this is supposed to be 40 years later. I mean, but he was, changed it. The good thing is, is he he went backwards. He. he and I think that there's, I think there's going to be a rhyme and reason to it. I think that he went back to the original sketches of the X-wing fighters to what they were before they were actually X-wings, and maybe that's because the universe is kind of like in, I don't know, um, disarray after you know the Death Star's blown up. I don't know, but uh, you know he kind of, yeah. No, I, I definitely, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I mean, in some of the rumors, and this this is the part that bothers me, some of the rumors are even stating that you're going to see the return of Luke's hand from The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I saw well, that. So, well, is, isn't that isn't that part of like when the his hand is caught by some dark lord or something and clones it into an evil Luke? Yeah, Luke with yep. use Luke. <laughs> Marcus. That, that was part of the. Uh, the expanded universe. Uh, Marcus is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so. I'm sorry. That just sounds really stupid. <laughs> no, you're, it was. It was stupid. It was one of the. It was one of the worst storylines, you know. I mean, but they cloned. You, did, you didn't like Luke. <laughs> Luke. <No. laughs> Luke. Wasn't that the same storyline where Mara Jade was like? Uh, she was sworn to seek or whatever to basically kill Luke Skywalker and basically the way she got around that was to kill Luke and because she killed Luke <laughs> she was able to get out of that contract so this actually happened yes. like somebody wrote this yeah. and <laughs> right yeah, this, dude. this is all expanded there's universe. a clone it is. And, and that's the part that was the problem with the expanded universe too though is that you really only had the three characters you had Luke Han and Leia and so every story had to have one of them or, like, 
tied back to one of them. This this movie, you know, they they brought back the original cast, and and I think that I personally think it was necessary to bring them back. I think that it would have been a really good idea to make them a much smaller part of the overall arc. In fact, the only person that I think needs to be in this movie, to Luke. me, is Luke. That's Agreed. the only person that needs to be in it. Okay, and so, then so in the original anyway. in the original Star Wars trilogy, when they were making the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, George Lucas told Luke Skywalker, or Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill on set. <laughs> that, Don't you crush my dreams. That uh, so George Lucas told Mark Hamill that you know he was planning on bringing Mark Hamill back for a future generation as an older Jedi. Okay. Um, and so, I guess where I'm going around going going at with this is George Lucas keeps claiming that this was originally supposed to be a nine or possibly a twelve picture film. Do you think yeah. that this is actually going to be continue on with George Lucas's uh, vision of the saga, or do you think this is going to be just something completely different? I think some of it's going to be a continuation because you have to have that kind of continuity if you if you bring back like the original three. Yeah. I think that you'll have elements of it. Yeah, I think you'll have elements of it. Honestly, you like you like you just said. If there's if the original cast members are still a part of this, uh, there are going to be elements of it. Um, I think that it got so convoluted by the time he was done with it in Revenge of the Sith, and it was too neat. Too many things. It just didn't make sense, it, and it negated so much that happened originally. So, I think that they're with with more people looking at the story. Um, I, I imagine he had some good ideas, and I think some of those will make it into it. But you know, I'm I, hoping that goes I, in a different direction. I just want to go on record right now and just state that I really did enjoy the prequels. <laughs> I'm hanging up. Everybody has all these problems with it. I enjoyed the prequels. And Vincent, don't you lie. I know you did too. <laughs> no, I, I. the only one I didn't like was Phantom. I really liked yeah. Attack of the Clones. Like, I, 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 I liked the, I, I liked Attack of the Clones better only because Jar Jar Binks wasn't in it as much. Well, he heard the fan. He knew that Jar Jar sucked. I mean, just brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See, Daniel, I'm not the only one that says this, and, and this is the first time Stacey and I are on topic about this discussion. <laughs> yes. I mean, he, he did... But, and I liked pieces of each one of them. I liked, I liked uh, let's say in The Phantom Menace, I liked Darth Maul. End. Then in the second movie, I liked uh, a little bit about Jango Fett. Um, there were parts of the story, but everything that had to do with the love story could have been the worst thing that's happened to movies ever. So, and then... I, I got this cool little thing I like to do. So... When you think of Star Wars, what's the very first thing that would come to your mind? Marcus. Just when you think of Star Wars. Uh, lightsabers, space battles. Okay, why do you think of lightsabers? Uh, I mean, that's just, that's Star Wars. <laughs> so, so when you think of lightsabers, what do you think of? Uh, the swords that are made of light? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. Okay, um, Vincent, do you, what do you think of when you think of Star Wars? Lightsabers. Okay, 
when you think of lightsabers, what do you think of? Do you think of like people flipping around, jumping, ninjas? Do you think of old knights fighting with swords? What do you think of? Yes. <laughs> Basically what I'm getting at is I've asked this question to several different people And they're always telling me Oh man, the awesome fight scenes with the lightsabers and stuff You didn't have awesome fight scenes with lightsabers Correct yeah. it, it, They represented more of like uh, the that, what, that symbolism of Who was good and who was bad Correct I have no idea where you're going with this, Daniel. This what, I'm saying, really what, what I'm saying is, is it's because of the prequels that we have awesome lightsaber battles now. We, we, when we, when we associate lightsabers now, we associate these badass Jedi's flipping around, doing awesome force moves, jumping 15 stories, running super fast, freaking doing flips, fighting with double-bladed lightsabers. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I you're bringing this up. I'm so bl- glad you're bringing this up, Stacy. Please agree with me on this. Here you have. He's begging the, him. Please a, agree with me. I beg please you. agree with me with this because look, look, I, I told Daniel this, and Daniel's like, "Oh well, you know, it's George Lucas. You know, I, I love him to death and everything." Oh, whatever. Here, here comes, here comes this badass Sith for for the Phantom Menace. He's a dual wielding lightsaber guy. He's a ninja. He's everything. And then at the end of that scene of that battle. He's like taunting Obi Wan, and then you see it in his face that he senses like, "Oh, what, what's going on? I, I sense a disturbance in the Force." And watch that scene. He watches Obi Wan flip up, and he has like his jaw drop down, and 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 watches him cut in half. Are you telling me a guy that just battled two Jedi, like all the way through like some you know huge maze of a building? Is not going to detect this guy flipping up in, in in the middle of the air and then cut him with the you know his own lightsaber? The hell! I have uh, the high ground. That was that was the the, the most stupidest scene <laughs> in the way for well, him to die. You know what? If he was going to kill Darth Maul, then fine. But he should not have killed him like that. That was just so stupid. But see, Paul, that's so your opinion. <laughs> well, this is this is what. I, yes, it's it's a stupid. It was a weak way for for him to go out and. Like honestly, he was one of the best parts of the whole prequels is Darth Maul. Exactly. And I think it was, That's what I'm saying. Like, why did you kill him off? And especially, why did you kill him off that way? And why did you kill him off so that we only got Darth Sidious? I mean, because that, I mean, not Darth Sidious, but Dooku. Dooku? Are you kidding me? Well, you killed him off because <laughs> you killed him off because Darth Maul wasn't supposed to be the primary focus. The primary focus was supposed to be oh. the Emperor. He shouldn't create such awesome characters. <laughs> uh, but what I what I was going to say is there's a, there's another test though. How about this test? Describe to me, Daniel, who who Han Solo is. Tell me, give me, and just you know, just in like a few words, adjectives, who he is. Who is he? He's a swashbuckler. He's a bandit, uh, a rebel without a yep. cause. He shoots That's first. <laughs> Vincent, Vincent, who's 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 uh, Han Solo to you? Um. I don't want to get into this argument, <laughs> dude, dude. He's he's a he's a he's a space smuggling cowboy. Fantastic. Who's who is Luke Skywalker to you? He's a farm boy who who grew up to be a badass. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell me who Qui Gon Jinn is. Qui Gon Jinn is a mentor. Qui Gon Jinn. Okay. Is Liam you gave me his knee. job. You gave me his. You gave me his, his job. 
and the actor. You can't tell me two shits about that guy. You don't know who he is. Qui-Gon Jinn is a swamp person who believes in mentoring young Jedis. <laughs> you know, we can't tell anything about that character because there is no character. We He's also know that he was a force ghost. <laughs> that is true. Oh. That's like the most unbiased. It was a movie. There were characters in it. They spoke dialogue. Um so, you know, I mean, yeah, absolutely. When you go back and look at the characters, it, okay, now tell me who... Well, tell I mean, me who... That's like saying, who was Tarkin? But I, but I think you got a Tarkin. A you dick. got a lot of who Tarkin was. He was a dick. He was an asshole. And if you watch the cartoon, he actually... Yeah, they go you, more into... Yeah, he was you, you, you... Well, I, I get what you're saying, but that's not... I know that the, I know the cartoons are the canon, but I'm talking about just from the movie standpoint. I mean, who's Tarkin? Well, Tarkin, you Tarkin ran that show. Tarkin was the, the he even ruled Darth Vader. Darth Vader worked for him. That's true. In the original movie, yes. But in the clone, he was he wasn't afraid of him. He respected Tarkin. He Tarkin told him to jump, and he stopped and jumped. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. But you didn't. But you're you're describing his job. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying that I think that you got that he was a very powerful person who, who was in charge until he got blown up. You know, he was in charge. I don't think that I think the emperor was more of an idea, and Tarkin was the guy in charge. So I, I get what you're saying about the prequels. I there's several things that I didn't agree with in the prequels. You know, Darth Maul dying, uh, Boba Fett father I thought that whole thing was stupid but yeah for the most part I enjoyed the prequels I mean we, we, we got awesome lightsaber yeah. battles we got you know oh that, that was another thing we got, an awesome, we got an awesome God. you know what Hayden Christensen is actually a really good actor he is maybe, it's, another, maybe another film it's, but not, not, it's not his fault that he it's had a, shame. a bad, bad script it's not his yeah. fault he's a good actor and you know, the, you were, you're right about the the lightsaber battles. What I was, I guess, what I was getting at is the lightsaber battles are fantastic. There were some really good elements. Samuel L. Jackson should have never been in the movie. Yeah, I agree with um, that. <laughs> <laughs> he should have, Shaft should not be a Jedi. Unlimited <laughs> <And>, power. My <laughs> wallet's the one that says "bad motherfucker" on it. Well, no, but see when you're. When you're, uh, when you're when you're looking at the body of work, I guess the all the prequels, if the badass Jedi or the the lightsaber duels, if you look at the cartoon again, I have to go back to that because that that makes the prequels better. Like if you go watch the Clone Wars cartoons and then you go back and watch the movies, it fleshes out all the parts that you didn't get from the movies, like the relationship between Obi Wan and, and Anakin. Well, if you watch the cartoon, you see how close they were, and then when you watch the movies, you can kind of use that information in it, and it, I don't know, it kind of fleshes out the story. The fact that they had really good lightsaber battles in the cartoon, they also had good stories, so it went, it kind of, I don't know, it just, it fleshed out to be a more complete story, whereas the best things we can really say about the prequels were it was entertaining enough, and it had great lightsaber battles. And we had a good Obi-Wan. Obi Wan was great, but he was, he was probably the he was, only concrete thing on there. 
<laughs> I'm not sure that anyone else was real. Not the not the people or the sets. I thought Palpatine was awesome. He had he was pretty evil. He had some corny one-liners, but I thought he, okay. I thought overall they fleshed out the Emperor, and it gave me a better sense of what the Emperor yeah. was in Return of the Jedi. Okay, well that 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 was you know what you know going off what Stacy said, like you know like like tell me who tell me who Qui Gon Jinn is. Do you think the whole what was it, Darth Plagueis the Wise, was that just a ruse to lure Anakin into being part of the dark side, or was there really a Darth Plagueis the Wise? Well, there's a book sure now. Darth Plagueis the Wise. Well, well there's now, a, but a you, yes, yeah. No, I'm. That, that was that, it, that was the. It was like he was telling his own story, to to yeah, Anakin. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was doing. He was telling his own story, I think, too. Yeah, you think at the time. You so think, basically, he but... was telling Anakin, he was like, Look, dumbass, I'm a Sith. I'm trying to tell you, I'm a Sith. Please pay attention to me. <laughs> Sith alert, Sith alert. I can bring people back be... from the dead. <laughs> I am a Sith. <laughs> we all may be just as confused because who who knows? Lucas may have been thinking, Well, I don't know. I don't even know if Plagueis is a real person. We may yeah, just be look, making yeah. this up as we go Well, see, when he was writing yeah. that scene, he was like, okay, am I going to get $4 billion or $3 billion from Disney when I sell this? <laughs> oh, man. Do I, I want that all in singles? <laughs> I can buy or this do I w- boat. Nah. Or do I want that all in some type of uh, Tantooine-type credit? Yeah. Public credits are there. I mean... Revenge of the Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the Sith. I was going to call it Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, shudders. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. You know, it was a pretty strong. Was the strongest of the three. Would you all agree? Yeah, I give that. Of, of, of those prequels. No, of the other prequels. Yeah, only because that fucking ended. Yeah. Okay. I only, still think I like to leave. <laughs> Attack of the Clones was a good was a good one. Um, dude, Fan- Phantom Menace just sucks so much balls, dude. And I can't believe I saw that thing three fucking times in the theater. I, I don't think it sucked. It did suck, Daniel. Stop, stop being in denial, Daniel. It sucked. It that's, sucked. That's your opinion. My opinion is it didn't suck. I'm telling well, you, right they would have left out the whole Gungan stuff, then it would have been okay. It's the Gungan. I mean, stuff, the Gungan. Yeah. The Gungan stuff is no different from the Ewok stuff. You guys, that, that's that's you, you, guys dude, you guys gotta I'm remember. So you gotta remember one thing. When did Star Wars come out? The original. Stuff. When did the original trilogy come out? Seventy seventy. Late 70s, 80s. early eighties. Right. How old? Right. Were May fourth, nineteen seventy-seven. Exactly. How old were all of us? I wasn't even born May fourth, nineteen seventy-seven. I wasn't born yet. I wasn't born. I was born that year, though. So I came. I I, I came to being in '79. <laughs> Paul, you I guys can, are old. Paul, you were like a dribble down your daddy's leg back in what '84? Yeah, '82. Uh, yes. So okay. <laughs> so when we saw Star Wars, we were kids. We saw it on VHS tapes. Some of us may have seen, you know, Empire and stuff when we were babies or whatnot in the theater. I don't remember. Uh, I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. Okay, there you go. 
But the movie was geared towards <clears throat> kids. Now, it fast, is, it is. fast forward to the year 1999 when The Phantom Menace came out. That was George Lucas making a movie for kids. That was us, grandpa. That was us, grandpa making us for as kids. older fans of the original trilogy was like, hey, this ain't the shit that I saw back in the day. And, you know, we get all up in arms over it. I mean... Yeah, but even as a kid, I, I don't think they would have enjoyed it. Dude, the kids ate it up. They were out buying What? Them. Yes. Hey, I saw Big Hero 6 today, and it was fantastic, and it was way better than the prequels. <laughs> ah, you guys are killing me. <laughs> Dude, get off, get off George, George Lucas's nutsack, man. Marcus, Just get what off of it. What do I think about what? <laughs> yeah, Marcus. <laughs> Way to go. What do you think about George Lucas's nutsack? Go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up the show. And that wraps up the show. But seriously, um, what do you guys think about the Disney logo replacing the 20th Century Fox logo? I'm calling a Rebel Alliance flag at the very top of the building right now, or the castle. Really? Uh, yes. They did it with pirate or the pirates or uh, Narnia. I think they did it. They changed the flag. Actually, no, it might have been. I'm cool with. I it. guess it will be a Disney. Does, but Marvel movies don't have a Disney sign in front of them, do they? Yeah, but. Star Wars always had the rum dump, rum dump, and it showed the 20th Century Fox logo. So what are they going to do now? Say it again, Daniel. Say that again. Uh, you can listen to it in a recast. They're now going to have Chewbacca doing the fanfare. <laughs> Why would you make fun of Chewbacca like that? I love Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be uh the Disney logo with the trata. Shut up, dude. What you don't you don't think so? <laughs> no. No, I mean Disney logo's gonna be there. Yeah, exactly. And then at the very end, we're going to hear... Oh, dude. <laughs> you know, I just thought about something. Uh, isn't that a 20th century fanfare? Yes, it is. We're not going to get that. We're going to get the Disney... Actually, we had this discussion before, and you know, uh, Stacy just said that's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get the Lucasfilm logo, and then it's gonna go straight into Star Wars. We're not gonna see anything related to Disney. You, you think it's gonna be just like Marvel Studios? Okay, I guess we'll see. Because Marvel Studios doesn't have the Mouse of House or House of Mouse in the beginning of it or anything. Daniel, I do hope you're correct. I hope you're white. I mean, right. I, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> a little racist. <laughs> wow. 
you guys don't know, Daniel is very racist. <laughs> is, isn't that right? Isn't that right, Blackfoot? <laughs> See? I'm sorry, I don't talk to white people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got racist very fast. So, any final thoughts? Of the, any final thoughts, guys? Uh, last things you all want to say? Phantom Menace sucks. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the movie, and I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for this teaser trailer on th- on Christmas. That'll make my Christmas. Indeed, it would make my Christmas as well. Vince, Han showed first. <laughs> long long live Boba Fett. Long live Boba Fett. Long live Boba Fett. Marcus. <laughs> Yes. Marcus has so much to say right now. Marcus is like, dear God. (laughs) My God. So, well, that's going to wrap up the show. I want to thank... That wraps up the show. does indeed. I want to thank Marcus... That wraps up the show. Stacy and Vince for joining us. Uh, As always, you know, come back and listen to us. The force will be the with force us. Be with you. No, the force will be with you, Paul. All, all, all four of you. So, always. Till next week. May the force we be out. with you. May the force be with you. Swag. May I force one in you. Why would you say that, Vince? <laughs> <laughs> May the force be with you. We out. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the Temple of Geek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.